Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. My name is Elena, your host, back with Justin again for a Q&A episode. Welcome back, Justin. Hey, how are you? How's everything going, Elena? Doing well. I'm really excited to dive into today's topic, so I'll go ahead and shoot you the question over. So why is exposure necessary for being a great leader? Absolutely. I think, um, well, I think it's relative, right? I think as an athlete, um, you get exposure to sports. I'll just, I'm going to go straight into the topic. As an athlete, I get exposure to a sport around two, three years old. And if I expose myself to that sport long enough, I can become an expert at that sport, or I can become an athlete at that sport. And with a little talent, maybe, and, and a little God-given ability, um, you could become a professional athlete after 16, 20 years of work, right? So, um, but exposure to that sport, exposure to practice, exposure to playing it all the time, exposure to people that spoke positively in that sport helps lift professional athletes up in those sports. Um, I think that that's an example. I think another example um, more pertinent is the exposure to the way other people live. I think it's exposure to the way the world, the rest of the world sees things, um, you know, uh, how privileged we are, particularly in first world countries um, with democracies and things like that. I think through exposure, um, and it's funny, you think that exposure may make you lighter or more understandable, but also makes you more protective of what you have because um, you can see what happens when poor leadership is in place and what happens to countries and governments and freedom and liberty. So I think really, Elena, um, in my own experience, it's that, and, and from the great leaders that I've seen, the more they've exposed themselves to, to greatness um, or other people who are great or other cultures or countries, um, get an understanding of the way other people work or minds work. Like all of our minds don't work the same, especially when we're not raised in the same cultures, our brains work different. I mean, look at in the United States alone or in, um, first world democracies alone. Um, there's so many different political parties amongst them and belief systems. So, you know, in that freedom, there's still differences and those differences still make those countries what they are, but there's, the exposure like if if i'm a democrat or a republican it's also exposing myself to the other point of view i know it's a little bit extreme with the way media is right now because everyone's trying to polarize everything and make such extreme points and everything so black and white so it's vote this or vote that i get all of it but it's really more or less about you know 
most of America is somewhere in between because we expose ourselves to both sides on a regular basis. It's just the way it is. And I think that um, we become better leaders when we expose our things to that, to our politics, to the world. What does poverty look like in, in non-first world countries? What does food look like? What does water, what does shelter look like? I mean, I think we sometimes get so wrapped up in issues and things like that. We forget that there's a majority of the world that doesn't have a free market economy. So they cannot, they do not have the opportunity to lift themselves up economically. And we can talk about communism and, and all of that stuff realistically as leadership. But, and while people may rise up and have a, a good sense, you're not raising up a whole population. And it's very hard to go from the bottom to the top when they're structured in economics. And there's not a free market by which we can move through freely. But however, even with a free market, if we don't expose ourselves to things outside our communities, outside our country, outside our states, outside our urban environment or, or country environment or whatever, and be realistic, not ignorant, not I hate this, not this is uncomfortable, whatever, because it will be all of those things. Uncomfortableness can lead to negative feelings. But if you really embrace it, I think that exposure is for growth. I mean, I'd like to ask you, Elena, a little bit or talk to you a little bit about it. I mean, I mean, it's like going to college. It's that's a long time ago for me, but for you is a little more in the near future. I mean, that was exposing yourself to something different where you were you were getting out in the world and then help growth. I think that's probably a, a scenario and putting yourself into uncomfortable situations to make a living or grow a social media account. I think that's also exposing yourself to other things. Um, but I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are. Yeah, so I think that exposing yourself to new opportunities and you know new people, new cultures, whatever it may be, anytime you're exposing yourself to something new, it's an opportunity for you to learn something, for you to grow. Um, and for you to become a little bit better or wiser or whatever it may be than you were before. And I think that exposing yourself to, the, to new things is what continues your growth. If you, even if you're a leader or a businessman, whatever it may be, but you're still doing the same thing every single day, you're never exposing yourself to something, you know, outside of your norm, you aren't growing and you stop trying to grow, you know, you just start repeating the same patterns, the same cycles, and that takes away from the whole point of leadership. And so I think continuous, you know, getting involved with new communities, new opportunities, new podcasts, new, you know, leaders and motivational speakers, whatever it may be, always putting yourself out there to, to learn and soak up new information is really important as a leader. I agree. And I think it's one of those things, um, and we'll probably get more into these topics as, you know, some of these Q and A's are very broad at the beginning, but there's, as we're going through them, we're starting to get these very specific questions that get drawn out of them. Or, um, I've got some few through my DM on Instagram. Uh, again, if anyone has questions, they can ask me there, but it's what we're trying to do here is there's exposure to a lot of things. I mean, I think why is travel important for leadership and exposure because of travel is, is really a topic we'll probably get into, um, maybe into next year as the travel bug and maybe COVID comes down a little bit, we'll start promoting that travel thing. I think people are already traveling, but 
but it is important for exposure. We'll have to do something like that. But in this particular case, as we're talking about it, almost in an umbrella form, all encompassing, I agree there's no way to grow without it. Um, exposure also means learning from failures. Um, but I think in truly in this case, um, in this podcast, um, it's really about exposing yourself to the things that are uncomfortable um, that you may not know. I think it has a lot to do with, you know, if I'm in the country, you know, what is it like to be in an urban environment? Have I ever seen a ghetto? What does that look like? You know, and I think that as someone from the ghetto, what is it? I know that it's hard, but what is it that the other people have? Yes, there's jealousy. Yes, there's envy. But how did they get to where they are? How did their family compound value and generational value to lift themselves up? You know, so I, I think there's that. I think obviously every, some people have it easier than others. Ovarian lottery, you know, whatever. We can talk about all that, but in the purest form, if I were to just take it in a vacuum and I would say something that's blanket good for all humans and their leadership skills, it's to expose yourself without judgment to other cultures, other food, um, things within your own country, things within other countries, um, you know, anything like that, I think where you can gain experience in something where you can gain knowledge or an understanding or something that may change your point of view, um, I think is important. I think it's also important that you use that exposure to understand what your family morals, values, and ethics really are. If your family's going to have legacy long-term, particularly in freedom, um, countries that have freedom and liberties, I think we often take for granted the compounding legacies that we have because of the country we live in. And if we're not careful and we don't keep pursuing it and we don't keep being active in it and doing it with intent in our families and exposing our families to more and ourselves, oh man, I'm just, I, I hit the spark here. So we're really going to go into this now. Really, it's what I don't understand is um, I guess if I were to be a truly honest person um, in this podcast, the, the point is we're taking for granted what we've been given, especially over the last 60 years, in my opinion, at least in the United States. As a free world, you know, it's funny, the free world, you have an idea that everyone should participate and it should be equal. The problem is in the free world, the free world plays by one rules and the, and the non-free world and all of its dimensions play by different rules. So it's hard to take non-free world believers and have them participate in a free world. It's just the way it is. And it's a lot of shit that I can't even imagine on an international, politis, polit, polit, international political basis. But that being said, when it comes down to us as individuals, where it becomes our problem, where we can support our leaders, even if we don't want to be politicians and we don't want to be leaders, is we can lead in our homes. I mean, how many of us come home every day and sit in front of a Netflix TV show and waste hours of growth time doing nothing but binge watching TV? I mean, I can't think of a time where we binge watch more TV ever in my life. I mean, it's literally like most of the world. It's why popular TV shows, why Squid Game, it was the number one ever so far. You know, so I get it. I get the value in it. 
and I get the entertainment and the ability to turn off your mind and, and be present with your family in that and have something to share. But I don't think many people, if you go from show to show to show and you're in your living room all the time, I don't think you're building memories. I don't think you're really building any legacies of any sort, just being honest. Um, now, do I sit down and watch a show or do we have TV shows we watch as a family? Of course, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't say otherwise. But I think in, in for me personally and what I see, it's not something we do at hours on end most of the time. Um, and it's most of the time, I don't even get one show in a night if I were to be honest, by the time Deborah and I try to watch this show, it's so far gone beyond the day and, and whatever, because we're working or spending time with our family or outside or with the dogs, making sure that dogs have a healthy life too, and they get exercise. Um, you know, so that's the exposure I'm talking about. Get off your couch, get out of your house, get out of your neighborhood, get out of your office, go out and actually open your eyes you know, and that's where, you know, there's the whole woke up movement. I get it. But woke up really in the purest form, if we were to go back to what it really means back in philosophy before in the modern day, when, you know, the term got used and we sort of twisted it and a little bit is that we expose our minds to that which is uncomfortable for us for the purpose of growth. That's how you wake up. You open your mind not pass judgment, not be judgment of everybody, not telling other people they should wake up. It's not about that woke up or whatever is about an internal journey for you to go expose yourself so you're a better human on this planet, so you're a better leader, so you leave the world a better place. So in the Judeo-Christian sense, if you believe in that, you're living in the light of God. Because if anyone understands purpose and what we're really meant to do here and what it is, Ultimately, if anyone wants to find it, it's to give to the next generation. Why do we only live so long? It's because a purpose. If we live forever, we wouldn't compound generations. We wouldn't grow. We would get too settled. It is part of the plan. We can keep living as long as we want. We could possibly live forever. Maybe we beat it, whatever. But at some point, how are you going to compound legacy at that point? Just saying. You know, so in the weird thing of the life and death cycle, as hard as it is, it is important for the compounding of legacy. And it's important for a new generation to fix an older generation's mistakes. And, and, and also what happens, unfortunately, is that sometimes generational compounding can happen without exposure to something else. So, um, I don't know. You, you really, I think it's one of those things where do something different. It doesn't have to be crazy. You know, I'm not saying to go do something stupid or jump off a building or something like that, or go skydiving. I mean, that would be cool exposure, but more or less what I'm saying is expose yourself to other humans, expose yourself to the way your animals and, and your farming's done expose yourself to the food you eat. I mean, we eat more food than anything else. And I, we're here at Food Service Partners. You know, we've been in this business 23 years. I'm telling you, we take our food chain for granted, especially in the United States, especially amongst the world that is feeding their populations relatively decency, decently. 
we're messing it up by taking it for granted. We've forgotten about food. We've gotten so into how do we make money in stock and quick money and internet and selling and whatever, we forgot the importance of our food chain and the independence and the wealth that we've gained because of it. And so go out and expose yourself to what's going on in the world. Actually read something um, about how we eat. Like, I mean, that to me is an exposure in and of itself. Like, it really surprises me on a regular basis how we don't know about our food. It is more important than the politics. It is more important than the life that we have. It is so important. It is the very foundation by which we exist. And in, in many, many countries around the world, starvation is a real thing where there's no food because there is no supply chain, because they've advanced beyond it. But it doesn't mean it's indestructible. It doesn't mean that it's perfect. It's really messed up right now. And we become really dependent on, on outside countries, especially in free markets across the world. You know, so we're not food dependent on ourselves anymore. So these are things I'm saying, expose yourself to this knowledge, expose yourself to cultures. I mean, even if it's watching a show, okay, you want to sit in front of TV, fine. Maybe it's a show about poverty. Maybe it's whatever. Maybe you don't agree with the political view of something, but maybe it's getting to a point or a topic that you are interested in. Um, you know, I don't know. I've always found like history and documentaries the most entertaining. That's not, my family's not going to sit around and watch that, obviously. So we watch TV shows. But what I am saying is, there's a time and a place, and there's only so much time in a life as the most valuable. Uh, resource we have. So why not go have an adventure, take your family, take your friends, and go expose yourself to more. I don't care what the excuse is, whether it's a trip, whether it's to get out, whether it's a birthday thing, go somewhere, do something, you know, put money in the economy, start turning it, or go find a job. Or if you don't like your job, expose yourself to another job or another career part-time, do something different stop being unhappy. It's literally a choice. Like, and that's the craziest thing is we have forgotten we have a choice, especially in free market countries to live better, to expose ourselves to more, to grow more, to be better. You know, we've become so obsessed with working and then retiring and then done. It's like, what the hell are we doing? It's great that we made money. It's great that we retired. It's great that we raised a family. But what is it, the whole underlying output that we're doing in our existence? Because a lot of it's wasted, right? If all of us humans hummed and buzzed at the rate of a beehive for productivity and growth and leadership in whatever fields we were in, regardless if it wasn't always and we were all buzzing, ultimately the cream of the crop rides to the top and the best ideas, the best whatever, and the truest thing, and a true form will rise to the top. We will vote, we will buzz, we will get our mindset, we will grow. And so it takes surrounding ourselves by like-minded people who believe in exposure also. And again, it takes, as the last podcast we just recorded, it means going through hardships sometimes by choice to expose yourself to something more so you can grow because whatever situation you're in is not allowing you to be exposed or not allowing you to grow. So, you know, people are people and people don't like change, but that doesn't mean if you're a growth minded individual that you should be anchored by someone who's not in any relationship, work, 
personal, whatever. So, you know, but it takes exposure to sort of break those patterns. And it's, it takes exposure to see that there is no fixed mindsets in the world. You're not just born into what you are, and that's the lot in life, and the government's the only one that can help you out of it. It's not true. I can certainly tell you from my own family history that the government did not help me get out of my situation or the Italians that came to America build whatever or the, or the Jewish people that came over after World War II. They compounded the Italians and the Greeks and the Jewish people did a good job of this. I'm saying it because I'm aware of it because it wasn't my family and my neighborhoods is we compounded legacies in our neighborhoods. We invested back in our children. We compounded it back into it. So by the time I'm now the third, gener uh, second generation, I guess, Italian, um, truly, or third, depending on which side, um, grandmother or grandfather, you now see that it's compounded the wealth into my family from coming over from Italy with zero through Ellis Island, with nothing to compound it in our neighborhoods, to get out of Brooklyn, to ultimately get into New Jersey as one generation. And then in my father's generation, become more of the corporate world, become more accepted as Italians in, in the world and in business and beyond just storekeepers and shops and woodworkers and cabinet shops, which my grandfather did. He was an entrepreneur. Then my father went in the corporate world, turned into an entrepreneur, and now I'm a third generation. And that's compounded. I went to private schools. I played soccer all over the world. My dad ran the CEO of a billion dollar company. We got to see the world through food. That's compounding wealth through education, through making sure that I'm investing wholly in my next generation. And amongst all of it, amongst doing it, there's some fucked up shit that happened in my family that is really hard. But the thing that stood by that I got out of it and maybe all my siblings didn't, but what Justin Bizarro got out of it was that I need to compound it the way it's been done. And out of all of it, if anything matters, is that I understand why everyone went through the hardship in my legacy to get to me. And if I have hardship in my life, it's not because uh, they didn't do it or whatever. I guarantee they probably went through way more hardship than me. So me not taking it for granted even if a soldier dies, like my friend Andy Basevich, who passed away fighting in Iraq uh, in 2007, is it's, I got to appreciate it. They died for a cause. It's not for me to choose or judge why or their choice or they shouldn't have done it or we shouldn't have been to war. It's not about any of that. It's me to honor what they did, honor why they did it, honor what their legacy is, is because of it. And then compound it based off of my legacy on the positivity. And I can only do that through exposing myself. I don't know how else to do it. Otherwise, we get trapped in bad family patterns. You know, I was able to compound my, the first generation compound their legacy by coming to America. The second generation compounds it by getting out of Brooklyn and into New Jersey and pushing their generations into the education systems and college. My father's first go to college, so on and so forth. So that's what it is. And then master's degrees and so on. And it doesn't have to be education. But what I am saying is that exposure is compounding. I'm sorry I rambled on so long, Elena. But um, I just feel that 
it's so important that we make sure that we continue to do it in free world, that we compound um, our legacies by exposing ourselves to more as a family. And the benefit and upside and the icing on the cake is that you have more adventures, memories, photos, posts on social media, more brand building yourself, whatever you want to call it. But at this point in the modern world, guys, and the way social media is, we're no one out there is realizing that you need exposure because your family is now a brand. Your brand is your family. It's all part of the world and the way the marketing does and your career is going to go and everything like that. So you might as well expose your family to a lot, makes it more interesting for the posts anyway. So why not do it? There's all these side benefits to leading through exposure. So I, I can't see any reason not to do it. You certainly see that I'm practicing what I preach on my social media, Justin um, at Justin Bizarro on Instagram. So thoughts, Elena, sorry. I have a tendency to do that. I think that everything you shared, especially about just continuing to grow and using your life to build within your family, the legacy that you want to leave behind is, is very important. And that's an important part of exposing yourself to new things and trying new things and continuing that journey within yourself is very important to pass that down. I think that's a very important thing to remember. I agree. And if my last thing is, is it's something that I didn't realize soon enough in my life. If I were to be honest, it's a mistake that I made until like I talked about the last one where I went through a hardship in my life by choice, where I realized that the exposure is what, brought me to that choice, but also that it was so essential thereafter to expose myself to so much, to be a good leader, to be a good entrepreneur, um, and expose my family so they could compound it in a legacy. And right, I have their stepdaughters. I'm not talking about directly into my family. I'm talking about compounding, not only within my legacy and my bloodline, but I'm doing it through this podcast and doing it through this Centurion Battalion and Food Service Partners in Primal Rock. I believe in it that much. And I believe it's that important. And I've seen it work for my family, especially my Italian family side. And so um, if I were to say anything and I wanted anyone to get out of this, any new parents or people that are, are younger and, and something I wish I would have known very on is, is exposed early on as much as possible. They talk about food and getting used to different flavors and having them eat off the same food you are. I agree with that 100%, but I think it goes so much more. And we often hesitate because we are like, oh, they won't remember anything until four. But I don't, you know, what is it in those formative years that exposure, we talk about puppies as dogs, and sorry, I'm not comparing children to puppies, but I'm going to in this case. But we expose puppies to other dogs. We expose puppies to humans. We expose puppies to all these things in life so they don't bite someone, so they don't attack someone, so they get used to other dogs and they get used to children and they get used to babies and they get used to men and women. Um, and actually, you know, some dogs you want to make sure like they get used to different scenarios and, and cities and whatever. You want to expose your dogs so they become a better dog also. It's sorry for a direct example, but it seems silly that we don't do it for our kids. 
like your kids need that exposure. We put them in child and daycare and they're exposed in the classroom. Great. 100% agree and friends and intermingling. Great. But what about the rest? What about where their food comes from? What about where the rest of the world is? Where, what about it's just this way in America if we're in America or it's just this way in England? What about the rest of the world? What are we exposing them to? So they grow up instead of cell phones being a reality um, and wanting it at the age of 10, they could see a world where kids can't even barely get food on the table, let alone a cell phone. And I'm not saying we shouldn't give our kids cell phones for safety and all that because we're in a modern world. That's not what I'm saying. Believe me and track them and whatever and whatever, you know, how I feel about all that protect um, the innocent and everything else. But what I am saying is there's a different appreciation that happens with exposure. There's gratefulness, there's gratitude, and there's appreciation for what we have, especially if you have more than the rest of the world. And lastly, if you have more than the rest of the world, why aren't you using it to your advantage and compounding your family's legacy or your community's legacy or your country's legacy or blah, blah, the planet's legacy, so on and so forth. I could go on forever. It just seems silly for me. And I'm a weird human. I, for the life of me, since I've been born, I could never figure out why people waste time. It's just never been something I could do. Like, will I go to a sporting event? Sure. I go build a memory, but do I watch it on TV? Probably not unless it's the world cup. It's about it. Maybe a UEFA cup here and there. I'll watch a few matches or some pro soccer, but I'm not it's just not who I am because I believe that I only have so much time and I don't know when my life is going to end. And I've got to compound it as much as possible while I'm here because otherwise I would have felt like my life's a waste. So I don't know how everyone else does it, but I do know that I can't imagine what other purpose we have. I get it. We have jobs. I get it. We raise families. I get all of it. But there's one common thread that ties it all together, and that's compounding leadership for the future so we have a better future, our animals, our planet, and humanity. And so if it's not for that, then why are we doing the job we have? Why are we in the relationships we have? Why are we raising our families the way we are? Why are we sitting around doing nothing? Why are we making excuses? Like it takes action initiative and that's the core value. Take initiative. That's what I'm talking about here. Take initiative and expose yourself. So I don't know how this keeps happening. I go way over Elena's allotted time for me, guys. Um, I, if they, someone would probably call me uh, diary of the mouth, I guess, just to put it bluntly, but I'm, my point being this, is that I'm going to keep talking about it. I'm going to keep repeating it. You're going to hear me say things in podcasts over and over again. Elaine is probably going to be so sick of hearing my voice by the first three months of this podcast and hearing me say the same thing over again. But let me tell you, I'm doing it for repetition. I'm doing it knowing most people don't hear it the first time. I'm doing it knowing that a seed needs to be planted multiple times before it's watered, before a person can take the initiative to water it on their own. So you're going to hear things over again and you're going to hear things repeated and I'm going to go on at nausea, but I'm trying to give you an advantage that I didn't have. And I'm trying to give the world a place where leadership can be focused. I'm not saying it, do it my way. I'm not saying even listen to my core values. 
I'm saying at least come up with your own, at least live by them, and at least make sure they're leading your family in a legacy for a better world, a better planet, and a better life for humanity. Because I can't imagine what other thing we're, we're going to do here with our life. Build wood, build a house, whatever. Those are all great things. We should have all of those things. I believe in all of them. But at the end of it, what can we do at the same time? Building a house and living a good life inspires other people to be entrepreneurs and live a good life. And so, yes, it's important, but make sure you're doing it with that purpose, you know, and certainly don't force other people to do it. If you want people, if you want to be a good leader and you want to know if you're a good leader, people will start following you just based off of they want what you have. That's it. You don't need to force them. You don't even need to preach it. You don't even need to talk about it. You don't even need to get in angelical heights at initially. Eventually, you'll gain the confidence to do that. But initially, all you need to do is start living the life that you want and the core values and the legacy that you want for your family. And it's not going to be easy. And it's going to take at least 18 months for some of the things to even grapple on. Yes, it's long term. but it's worth it in the long run in the fulfillment, the purpose, the romance, the laughter, the love, that legacy, all of the things that will reward you as a human that we all forget about because we tie it so much to money and how much money we left or how much we take care of or, or whatever, how much we're there for everyone. But if you want to be there, you want to compound money, you want to do all the things, it all comes down initially that exposure expose people to more expose people to to different situations teach them to be led and and lead and it's it's really important in my opinion and it's really important for the future of humanity especially as we get more and more behind cell phones and stuff like that how do we lead in a modern era and how do we expose people in a modern era you know seeing a photo of bali on my cell phone as a great vacation place on instagram trust me is not the same as going there. I don't care how many likes it gets. I don't care how good the photographer is. You need to expose yourself because you're seeing the beautiful side, but what makes that country beautiful? What is that country like to preserve that beauty? What is it like for a tourism industry in that country? What do those people have to do to provide a living so there can be that beauty? I think those are questions we don't even ask ourselves anymore. And if we get in those depths and we start to do that, or we go expose ourselves to it, we're going to be a better person and we're going to have a better world and we're going to have a better legacy for our children. So, uh, Lena, you want to take us home? Absolutely. I appreciate everything that you shared and I'm sure that the audience will really resonate with all of that and be able to use that and put it into practice in their own life. And you can follow us along at the Centurion Leadership Battalion Instagram and Facebook pages. We would love to have you follow us there and you can tune in weekly for more episodes. Thanks guys. Thank you guys for listening in. 